The jazz guitarist Pat Metheny once said that his music reflects the details of existence, where life is actually lived, but which we hardly take notice. And while this is a tech story about how information technology is making supply chains more efficient and enabling the places we shop to understand what and how to stock products, the people we interviewed see this IT realm with a similar feeling about the details. You'll hear it later in the story. Do you know why Jeff Bezos called Amazon Amazon? Because there is a region in Brazil where if you want to stay alive, you need to use the Amazon. Jerome Padreno is in charge of business development for the Hardest Group, a major player in the warehouse management systems market in Europe. Amazon is not only a way to get some goods, but all the kind of services you need to survive. It's not a way of transporting things. It's the market itself. Pedreno points out the online market is open 24 hours a day, going deep into the world's inventory, connecting the best offers and finding the best pricing. Supply chain is just something that was traditional, slow, and now it is absolutely changing your business model. If you want to create what they call omnichannel, which means my client can buy anything on my website, from the mobile, the store, wherever he wants, and can be delivered very fast wherever he wants, then you need to have a real-time global supply chain, dropshipping from your suppliers, in your stores, in your warehouses, everywhere. The next frontier, he says, is the transformation from operating the supply chain in specific places at specific hours to having a global network which operates in real time. In order to achieve it, product stocks need to be available everywhere to fulfill the promise of an omni-channel market. Since it's arriving in the store with our system, we are tracking everything. So we know where everything is. We have planograms of those stores, so we can really know as much as possible. We need to be focused on business problems. If the discussion of omni-channel markets, always on supply chains and such, sounds like back of the napkin, Jerome's colleague, Damian Pasconelli, who builds applications for Hardis, connects it to the supply chain in action and explains what Hardis does. The problem is more to be able to say, okay, my product is in a good place in my store or not. It's very simple. It's binary. Pasconelli says the technology uses deep learning in analyzing a video on the floor to detect where there's contact between a customer and a product to understand the actual movement of products picked up off shelves. We say, okay, there is a contact, there is a movement, so the product is not in their initial place, and so we will decrease the inventory of that, and we will notify that we have one product less. And just to analyze the contact between people and product, we need to use edge computing in the store to be able to process every data, every image locally, because if we push every image to the cloud, it will be very expensive. This is one reason, he says, they base their technology on a distributed architecture and why Hardis works with Nutanix. We continue on the edge computing. We are able to deploy the visual recognition model in the store. So we will process 99% of data local and we will push to the cloud just information to say, okay, we have one product less in the store. To make sure in real time that you don't have shortage, we have been working with robots 
We are also working with electronic labels and we are now exploring a lot of video solutions to make sure that in real time we avoid shortage. Pedreno says the system can use a variety of inputs, cameras, video, 5G beacons, smartphones, and it accounts for places with bad or no Wi-Fi. But the purpose is to have as much data as possible in real time to increase efficiency. What we do is provide tools to execute the supply chain wherever it is, in factories, in warehouses, in stores. Okay, And on top of that, we are about to release big platform that will create software that will help you to manage the network itself. So we have created tools to manage any type of nodes of your supply chain networks. And now we are about to release offers in the next two years to manage the link between these nodes and the global network in real time. This is the kind of granular snapshot of details that are simply not humanly possible to comprehend. If you think about the billions of products on shelves in warehouses and stores, improving the efficiency of the market just slightly scales in a big way, leading to better services and lower costs. So in discussions with technologists about the advances of these apps and systems, sometimes it's good to do a check-in and to discover that technologists are not tone-deaf to the big picture. Pedreno says that we always need to stop and think about ramifications. We rely on algorithms to know where to get the best deals, where to eat, what road to take, what movies are available. But he says it's important that technologies don't take away our freedom. Of course, we will be able to track everything. Let us think about a lot of things, potentially very interesting and a source of productivity, potentially very dangerous and a source of controlling more the people, what they do, what they buy, where they stock it, where they store it, and so on. What I believe is that um, personal assistant, all that kind of stuff are listening to us. They understand more and more what we desire. And in the near future, uh, if you read people like Yuval Noah Harari, you see that a lot of people are trying to experience personalized movies, songs, tailored made. So probably if it's true, we will have people that will live in, a, let's say, Amazon or Google Universe, where they will have a lot of services. Their assistant will know them so much that they will provide them with the right holidays, with the right financial advices. If they need to go somewhere, it is computer powered. So I know exactly when I will arrive. There is no more traffic jam. And I live in this universe and this is the service I pay every month for all this. Just one thing. Now, if I want to get out from there, how do I do? Once everything is there, all my pictures, all my life, all my desire, everything I am, if this environment decide to influence me, decide that I need to think this and not that, decide that I need to love this and not that, <laughs> that can be politically motivated, financially motivated, something you don't desire directly. You have given so much power to such an environment that are you still free? And that is the true question. If you want to become more productive, if you want to become more efficient, yes, you can use Google Map instead of searching for the right street, but you are losing your ability to find the right street by yourself. There is a price to pay. And that is why when people say, oh, Google is using my data, hey, ho, woo, it's not free. It's very costly to have all these servers and so on. There's always a price to pay. So we become more efficient, 
But if we become more efficient, the risk is to be less free. And we must be conscious about this trade. And then people will choose democracy. Jerome Pedreno heads up business development for the Hardest Group. Damien Pasconelli is a technologist who designs warehouse management systems for the company. This is the Tech Barometer podcast. I'm Jason Lopez. Tech Barometer is produced by The Forecast. Find us at The Forecast by Nutanix.com. <laughs>